Oh, geez, I would not do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> NBA Australia. How you going? Are you good? Can you tell that your mate Jimmy's a bit sick? Yeah. I was going to do a show last night, but uh, a bit under the weather. You can tell him a very, very nasally voice. I better go down low. There you go. NBA Australia. I'm your host, James Clements. You might know me if you uh, read Code Bet. I'm the editor of that. It's good. You might have seen this podcasting mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Ben Dixon and my other good friend Carlos Boozer. And one. Love it. Uh, but today, I'm here in Larry Armour Studio, Saturday morning. Beautiful day outside. I'm going to get this Dunskies and uh, get out there and hang out with the Cooge. Uh, I'm here hanging out, giving you the lowdown, all the ins and outs of the NBA season, uh, just before the games start today. Good times. Uh, bit of chaos this week. Did you hear about it? Yeah? We might touch on that a little bit. A little bit of Kyrie chaos. It's like a Donkey Kong fucking game. What was it? Diddy Kong's Quest? Yes. How good was that? <laughs> what a pull. Uh, the Lakers, hotter than fish grease. They've won two all season in a row. Good on them. Uh, the Bucks and Suns are awesome. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll rep Australia a bit with the uh, Australian Player Watch. We'll have a juicy slab, but that's not a knife. Old mate, no mate. Spat of the night. Better than Lonzo. Ball dickhead of the week. That's an easy one this week. Uh, the game wraps here. Yeah, now it's unpopular opinion of the day. Outback Takehouse. We were serving up a flame grill take. And uh, maybe an Andrew Gay's Great Mum reward. And that'll be it. We'll preview all the games for the weekend and into Monday. And that'll be uh, done. No uh, skit on the end of today's show. Might chuck a cooking with Bainsy on there. How's that sound? Good. Good. Let's go. Episode 855 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better, especially if you're uh, Yay, formerly known as Kanye West. Shaq coming after him. How was that? I enjoyed that. Uh, what was So Yay was like, uh, hey, man, is out there. Shaq's in business with Jamie Salter. He says 50-50 with David Beckham and 50-50 with Shaq. I said, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> is that what he said, Yay? Yay. There's no such thing as 50-50 in business. Who is the extra 1% for the control and voting rights? And Shaq clapped back saying, Believe me, you don't know me like that. Worry about your business. And to gr- quote the once great Kanye West, I got more money than you, so why would I listen to you? Take my advice. Get your family business in order. Have a great day, brother. Yep, that's a fucking shack attack. Uh, that is how famous rich people say, blow it out your fucking ass, Kanye. I <laughs> oh, love it. Look after your own shit and shut up. <laughs> how good is that? Oh, I am so here for like Shaq all the time. What a legend. Right. Oh, there's a bit of other news going on. Let's do, uh, you know. The way we start every show here at NBA Australia, the old daily. Whip around. Oh, did 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 NBA Kanye do some shit this week, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, he did. See, people laughed at us for, uh, you know, dropping the old NBA Kanye a while back. It's like, oh, yeah, now who's laughing? Fucking hell. 
Now they're both dropping anti-Semitic bullshit. What a bunch of fucking morons. Anyway, um, yeah, so a bit of, bit of Kanye, NBA Kanye, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving. I don't even really want to spend much time on it because what a fucking moron. Like, there's just there's just moments in time where you go, oh, yeah, no, nah, you're just a fucking idiot, aren't you? Yeah, no, nah, we're good. You know, there's not a giant amount more you can do. It's like, help me help you not be a dumb fuck. <laughs> he got suspended five games uh, by his team. Did our man, Kyrie. After giving being given ample opportunity to uh, go, yeah, look, that anti-Semitic propaganda that I was pushing on my Twitter, yeah, sorry about that. That's all he had to say. That's all he had to say. He was like, yeah, ah, ah, fucked up. Shouldn't have done that. What am I doing? Sorry. Didn't think. Instead, he's like, no, hey, what you should actually be asking me about is slavery. Uh, my black heritage. So, yes, yes, NBA Kanye. That's what we should be asking you about and your tweets about it oh god so he gets suspended five games because he's uh not answering the owner's texts not communicating with the team about it and the team are like yo we're trying to fucking help you here you idiot and he's like i'm good i think i've expressed myself quite succinctly (laughs) and i think we can all walk away from this uh, nba kanye Kyrie thing just fucking dumber for it can't we Seriously, just when you think you're the smartest person in the room, you've got to look around in the room sometimes and just go, oh, wait, this room is full of dumb fucks. <laughs> what am I doing in here? You know, it's almost, you know, in the wash of this, it's almost, and just hear me out, that the dumb fuck who reckons he's got like, I have a unique position of influence. Oh, but you can't call me influential reporters. What are you talking about? The same bloke who tweets out things to him, like millions of followers and says, oh, well, I wasn't, that wasn't promoting it. It's like, what the fuck? I'm asking, you know, I'm just asking about things. I'm just asking questions, except when it comes to his own actions and his own words. (laughs) Who literally can't follow a sentence seemingly from start to fucking finish coherently. Just bear with me. It might be that that guy is just a fucking idiot. Just a run-of-the-mill dead shit. Like the bloke who smells his own farts is just like, that smells pretty good. They're roses. As I said, the smartest dumb guy. You know? I'm smarter than everyone here. Then fucking have a look around you, you dummy. Anyway, but I think this is the biggest problem with this Kyrie bullshit to start the season is we've got an amazing NBA season. And this giant fuckwit is just a massive fucking waste of space. Seriously. Ugh. I think where I keep coming back is just to, how hard is it? How difficult is it to go, look, yeah, look, you know what? I fucked up. I'm sorry. I rewatched that shit that's not even like high school level bullshit. Three and a half hours worth of absolute dumb fuckery based on absolute fucking nothing, just spewing dumb fucking conspiracy anti-Semitic bullshit out of the other. And I rewatched it and realized I didn't spend even a split second thinking critically about it. That's on me. 
I was dumb. I shouldn't have retweeted it. I'm sorry for tweeting without thinking and without thinking for the impact it would have. I apologize without reservation for causing harm and for denigrating an entire fucking people, an entire race, religion, an entire creed of people. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how how hard is that? Who are you impressing with these mealy-mouthed, worm-brained, half-assed apology bullshits? Like, your conspiracy mates? Fuck them, you idiot. Grow the fuck up. Didn't we all do this when we were, like, 15? We all got over it. It was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe something like, oh, just imagine. It's people with power. Oh, conspiracies. Yeah, and we all got over it. Jesus. What a dumb fuck. I'll tell you what, couldn't happen to a nicer bloke to get suspended. <laughs> oh, but he's a really cool guy to be at. Yeah. He's also a dumb fuck. Like, Jesus. Anyway. Uh, we'll hit on him very quickly again later, but look, I'm fascinated to see what happens if he actually makes it back uh, because now there are some stipulations about him returning to the team. They have to go through some like team-mandated uh, sort of counselling sessions uh, with community leaders, obviously Brooklyn uh, Jewish community leaders as well. And this is like one of the things that sort of slips under the radar. Like Brooklyn obviously has a massive, massive Jewish community. And... You can't underestimate just like the sheer fucking power of words coming from someone like Kyrie in this sort of position of influence, uh, his position of influence. Oh, I'm not influential though. Shut up, idiot. And like just the fucking sheer pain that it causes like people who have supported that team for fucking eons and having been there and like had season tickets for this five, six years, like... The Jewish community is fucking massive. They're all about basketball. They love it. And have Kyrie just be like, just throwing in a little bit of uh, Holocaust and oil in there. Well, like a fucking idiot. Oh, well, you know, that was something that uh, wasn't good and uh, should have been avoided. Oh, is it Kyrie? Six million people dead. Fucking hell. Oh, I'm just trying to educate myself. Then fucking, I don't know, read something and isn't, Fucking from YouTube, you dumb fuck. Anyway. So, yeah, look, hopefully he figures out what he's done wrong. And for all the dummies who have the, well, no, no, what's he actually really done wrong? I don't know. Spewing hate speech and anti-Semitic bullshit is fucked in the head. Like, <laughs> I can happily say NBA Australia disavows all anti-Semitic behavior. Fuck me. This shit isn't rocket surgery. Anyway. So, yeah. Kyrie, pull your head in. If he gets back on the court, I'll be amazed. Talk about that later. Harden, he's out for a month. James Harden hurt a ligament in his foot. Pretty crazy. Because uh, this would be a big story. And I'm fascinated to see what happens with the Sixers team, right? Because looking pretty weird, bit wonky here and there as they figure out how to play Maxi and Harden and beat a little bit in and out of the lineup. Some new dudes on this team as well. Harden out for a month. Just might open it up a little bit. Just saying, just saying. Anyway, uh, so we've got the Nets at two and six. The Lakers two and, what, five or whatever they are at the moment. It's been a f- weird, fun start to the season. The Cavs look incredible. Uh, Cavs Detroit just started right now on the old TV in front of me. They're six and one. The Bucks are seven and zip. The Suns are six and one. And this is what annoys the shit out of me. We don't get to talk about this as much as like all the fucking oxygen thieving of the Kyrie Irving situation. Just sucks all the oxygen out of the room for everything else. 
And the other sort of big news that came out was that uh, we got an MRI back on Ben Simmons' knee. Old Box Hill Benny, the, the MRI was clean, so he uh, might play against the Mavs next week. So he's not on this little road trip that the Neds are on the moment to go play Washington and Charlotte. But maybe Box Hill Benny gets back out there soon. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's kind of weird to not start the show off with a uh, nice old... The Lakers stink! They do, but they've won two in a row. <laughs> they shouldn't have. Let's do that. Let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. I'm going to fly through all this because uh, I'm sick and these uh, games for today are happening now anyway, so... Uh, yeah, when we wrap these up on like Monday or whatever, it's going to be a bit weird. Bulls beat the Nets in the uh, post-Steve Nash. Remember when they fired Steve Nash? Feels like two weeks ago. It's like three days. Anyway, even actually to hit on that as well, like Kevin Durant was like, uh, so hey, hey Kevin, what do you think about this Kyrie thing? He's like, yeah, I think it was all a bit unnecessary. <laughs> That's some great leadership, Kevin. How about you? Yeah, I spoke to Kyrie. I told him he's a fucking idiot and told him to pull in his head. But, I don't know, he's a fucking moron. Look at him. Anyway, uh, so the Nets lose this game. Kyrie just couldn't hit a shot. They're probably like, yeah, maybe you should take a break. Uh, KD had the 32. Levine went absolutely ham in the second half. The Nets' defense, surprise, surprise, looked like shit, and they got smoked 31-19 in that fourth quarter. Bulls win it. Uh, the Warriors got beaten by the Heat, 116-109. Hilarious. Hilarious vibes. Speaking of fourth quarter uh, styming, 30-15 for the Heat then in that one. Bam was dominant. Um, Steph couldn't get going. Uh, we saw a pretty gnarly sort of strange game for the Warriors. They've just had a strange year. Clay, 19 points on 19 shots. Steph had the 23, 13, and 13. Tyler Hero couldn't hit anything. He then went on to hit a game winner. Uh, but it's just a strange set of you know circumstances. But anyway... Um, yeah, Hero with that game winner got called for a travel after the fact. I thought that was fucking funny. Oh, the Cavs are sitting Donnie Mitchell and Darius Garland. Interesting. That's why the odds were so, so, so heavily against the Cavs. Shit. <laughs> nice one. Uh, what else? Uh, the Thunder beat the Magic that day, 116-108. The Suns beat the Wolves in all their scrappy glory. They're just a bit of a mess at the moment. Uh, the Wolves, 116-107, that one was. Uh, so that was the day that we recorded last show on Wednesday. So Thursday's games. We had the Wizards beat the Sixers, 121-111. The Extreme Zinger Meal went off. The Extreme Zinger Meal. He really did. He was extreme and zingery. Uh, Kuzma got to 18-8 in that one. 29 for Beal. 32 for Maxi. Tobias the Never Nude Harris. Better pay me 35 mil to get my 16, 9, and 4, bro. Harden had the 24 and 10. Uh, no Embiid in that one, obviously. And uh, you could tell. Zinger, foosted. It's like an old Zinger box. Uh, the Cavs outlasted the Celtics in overtime. This game was an absolute cracker. 114-113. Darius Rucker, Judy Garland returns from his eye injury. Mobley looking good. Tatum and Brown. Brown misses the game. We're at the end. Tatum standing at half court going, so I'm just not involved. Okay, I'm a decoy. There's 1.3 seconds left on the clock. I'm just going to stand up here. What are we doing? <laughs> Donnie Mitchell, though. I've talked about this before. He just gives them such a belief. You bring in a dude like that with balls the size of Uluru and uh, 
just lifts your team up. They're six and one. They're flying. The Celtics dropped to four and three at that point. And they just look a little bit scrappy. The Heat, uh, Tyler Hero travels, hits a game winner. So uh, do they NBA? They're like, yep, yeah, we came out, we fucked up that call. That was a travel. All right, so you're going to replay the last uh, couple of seconds? What do you What do? You do? What, are you, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Anyway, the Suvlaki King, Tomatoes Sabotas, 22, 12, and 8. He was awesome. But there goes my Tyler Hero. There goes my Tyler Hero. Watch him travel. Uh, 26 and 12 for him. Hawks smoked the Knicks. One twelve ninety nine. Don't look now, but the Knicks are in trouble. Uh, DeJunte Murray was fucking unreal. I thought it was going to be Trey that goes off in MSG. Uh, just left DeJunte alone to just rack up 36 and 9. The Knicks, defensively, bit of a mess. They had a 10-point third quarter at home. Anyway, Bulls, they beat their shit out of Charlotte, 106-88. Uh, absolutely ran over the top of them. Charlotte just inept at times. Oh, there was another little bit of news. Miles Bridges reinst- well, pleaded no contest in the domestic assault battery charge uh, against him. So if someone does sign him, if he comes back to the Hornets, the NBA can still leave you like a suspension or fine, etc. because he pleaded no contest. Uh, they can just go, well, that opens up for... Uh, any sort of discipline we want to impose, and it seems fair. What a shitbird. Uh, Bulls, 5-4 and four now. Not bad. Clippers, 109-101. The Rockets. The Rockets, look, when they're this inefficient, 1-8 and eight makes sense, right? <laughs> Just saying. Shinguna, 26 and that, but Clips, off they roll. Uh, one of the classic ones with the Clips where you're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, sure, they're, they're, they're deep. They've got Paul George. He can go and get you 28. We're sure anybody else in this team is actually any good, though. <laughs> like, seriously. When you got Mook Morris being your second best player in these games. John Wall not being able to hit anything. He went 3 of 10 in that one. Just a bit worrisome. Whereas uh, KPJ and Jalen Green, 7 of 19 for KPJ, 9 of 17 for uh, Jalen Green. Just, they're a bit over the shop, all over the shop, this uh, Houston team. A little bit worried, but that's also with... You know, Jabari Smith Jr. going 1 of 10. I didn't want to put him in spot of the night because we don't tend to have the young dudes in that, but it was just it's worth pointing out. Brutal. Anyway, uh, what else? Where do we get to? Pistons, they got beaten by the Bucks, 116-91. Giannis kicked their ass, 32-12. and 12. Uh, The Raptors absolutely shit-pumped the Spurs, 143-100. Siakam racks up another triple dub, 22-10-11 for him. Playing a great... Great, you know, set of basketball at the moment, isn't he? The OG Ananobi had 15. Scoob, Scotty Barnes is back, 15, 4, and 5. 24 for Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. Chris Bobby Boucher had the 17 and 8. They ratcheted it up and they kicked their ass. That Spurs team. Tell you what, they could use a Jock Landale. Um, <laughs> Pop's the smartest coach you ever lived. It's like, yeah, why does he keep, like, drafting shit dudes and then letting other good dudes go? I ask you that. The Mavs, 103, bet the Yaz, 100. Luke Doncic, uh, 33 and 11, crushed it. Weird game, that one, but good win for the Mavs. Jesus. They need to look down the stretch. The Grizzlies held on to beat the Blazers, 111-106. That's only the second Trailblazer loss of the season. Desmond Bean had 29. Anthony Simes with 31. He's going to sit out today as well. Dane might be back soon. Uh, the Blazers, look, they were the feel-good story. They are copping it at the moment, though, without Dame. 
Good timing for uh, the injury, though. They haven't played that many games in the uh, intervening term. And the Lakers outlasted the Pelicans in overtime, 121-17, because our man, Dyson Daniels, couldn't hit some free throws. Brutal. Anyway, uh, it was the other Matt Ryan hitting a massive three at the end of that one to put it to overtime, and it was hilarious. The other Matt Ryan. If you follow NFL, the other Matt Ryan just sort of got sat by the Indianapolis Colts. And then yesterday, the Magic Man beat the Warriors. Jimmy, what? Yes, that's the fourth straight Warriors loss. They're 0-5 on the road, 3-6 and six overall. They lose to the Orlando Magic. This is horrible. There's no other way to put it. I mean, but the Magic are awesome. Suggs was great. Ball balls out there causing absolute fucking chaos. I love it. And then the uh, Thunder Nuggets. I love a Thunder Nuggets showdown. Nuggets win at 122-110. Joker puts up a triple-double. Love it. Let's do an NBA Australia Pro performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, a couple of good ones. I just mentioned Joker's triple-double. Uh, it was one of those ones where you're like, yeah, could have, could have gotten some more points there, Joker. I mean, especially if Jimmy had uh, bet on you. But this is what, like the Nuggets at the moment. Yeah, 24 in that game for uh, Jam-, Jam and Jamal Murray. Aaron Air Gordon goes off for 27. Um, had like just an insane first half, right? He absolutely ripped it up. And it's good to see our man Gids get out there too. But I think it was like 13 zip to start, 23 in the first half for Gordon. And this game was like a bit cooked, but the Thunder just sort of fight and fight and fight and fight. And they were like up in the third quarter. It's like, what is happening here? Oh, my God. They're going to win. Oh, no. They sort of just ran out of gas. And uh, MPJ, look, he does enough at the moment. And the Nuggets, it's one of those things where you go, Joker doesn't have to score as much now. And I think he's slowly realizing that. He had a quadruple-double, though, the Joker. 15 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists, and 10 turnovers. And he shot 6-9. and nine. Nice. I love it. What a game. But uh, for the last few days, the improved performances of the night, it's got to be Shea. Shea Redder, Gilgis Alexander. The Shea Redder. Seriously, dropped 37 with zero threes even attempted in that game against the Nugs. He went 11-11 at the line. 37. Shot 13-17. And then against the Magic the day before, 12-18 of 18 from the floor. 34 points. He was absolutely awesome. Six assists, three steals, two blocks. He is absolutely unreal. He is that dude, 33, 5, and 11 for Luca against Utah. I mentioned that one. Uh, the 39 for the Supercharged Zinger. Supercharged Zinger Burger. Uh, Garland had 29 that return with Donnie. They look unreal at the moment. Oof. Then I mean, they're not playing today against Detroit, but geez. Uh, Levine against Brooklyn absolutely lit him up in the second half and won that game as the uh, Nets were looking for that sort of you know dead coach bounce. Uh, we've got Bol Bol time. He is at point Bol Bol. Is kind of a thing. If you're not watching the Magic, and look, they're the Orlando Magic. I get it. I'm not going to like Magic shame you, but you should be watching the Magic because they're fucking rad. He had 13 points, 12 rebounds, and four blocks against the Thunder the other day. Shot four or six. He was unreal. Absolutely unreal. They backed up his 16-11 against uh, the Mavs on Monday. Bol Bol is legit. He's playing old Mo Bumba out of a fucking job. 
What a world. What a world. And uh, I'll tell you what. In terms of other, like, I mean, Nijunte Mario was incredible, that 36-9 and nine against uh, the Knickerbockers. Giannis with his 32-12. and 12. Siakam with his triple dub. It's just a good, good, good time for the NBA at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, there's just lots of good stuff going on, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm loving Zion. 27 and 25, 7 and 7. Talk about point Zion. Absolutely crushing it. Good times. Great memories. Let's do. What do you reckon about a spud of the night? That sound good? Let's do that. Let's uh, press the button to do that. Spud, 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 of the night. Uh, Gabe Vincent for the Miami Hooters went 3 of 12 the other day. Pretty funny. I mentioned um, the 1 of 10 by Jamari Smith Jr., but I don't want to lean on that too much. Tim Hardaway, the lesser though. For the Dallas Mavericks against the uh, Utah Yaz, it's a soft J. One of nine. What are you doing, Tim? What are you doing? Two of 11 for Sh- uh, DeMar DeRozan there. In, a, in that big Chicago win, though, didn't need him. Uh, Caleb went two of 10 against the Celtics. And uh, in, so Eric Gordon also, in 32 minutes, went 0 of 4 the other day, which I thought was hilarious. Like, what are you doing, Eric? Oh, bro, I'm just getting my cardio in, eh? <laughs> yes. I guess you you wouldn't shoot much either if you've got Jalen Green and Michael uh, Kevin Porter Jr. on your team, you know? Just saying. Just saying, bro. Just saying. Uh, what else? We went at Jalen Suggs go 3 of 14 uh, before he turned that around and went absolutely ham. Giddy up! Went 3 of 12. Oof, it was a bit of a rough one, you know? And pool had the 3 of 10. Sadly, we didn't get the... Uh, Jimmy's uh, favorite stat line, I think, of anybody in the last three days. So it's a bit of a shame. Hopefully someone will hit it on the weekend. Uh, Right. What else we got? Some good spudding, though. Like, I mean, in terms of, like, early season starts, it hasn't been too bad. Like, Kyrie went 2-12 of against the Bulls. I forgot to mention that one. That was uh, a shit show because it was, like, the first time he hadn't scored in the first half for, like, I don't know, almost a decade. Hey, man, I just want to hoop. Then just fucking hit a shot, you idiot. (laughs) What? Hey, nah, man, this doesn't affect me. When I get out on the court, that's all about the court. It's like, all right, then hit a shot and help your team. Maybe play some fucking defense. Anyway, and uh, Justice Winslow went one of six versus the Grizz. Paul and were right in that game, and Justice Winslow couldn't buy a bucket. Tough one. What about old mate? No, mate. Oh, no, this one hurts my fucking heart. Old mate, no, mate. 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 Oh, who's got no mates today? Is it the bloke who missed the two free throws? That basically would have sealed the game against the Lakers? Yeah, Dyson Daniels. Oh, did not enjoy that. Um. But it's a learning curve. It's a learning curve, isn't it? We all, we love to say that. It's a learning curve. Dyson will be fine. He vacuumed up some of my money. <laughs> but seriously, hits those, any of those free throws, that game's over. Boom. Clank, clank, clank. Tough scenes, tough scenes. Uh, Mo Bumba as well. Afterthought at the moment. I mentioned Bol Bol. Bol Bol's playing poor Mo Bumba just out of a gig. Not ideal. Uh, pantsing of the night. What the magic did to the Warriors was a full-blown, oh, yeah? You think you can sleepwalk against us? Pantsed. 
Jalen Suggs pantsed Steph Curry. It was chaos. I loved every second of it, and that leads us very nicely into... Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Jalen Suggs, he was awesome in that Warriors game. I mentioned that he had a rough one the day before. Backs it up amazingly. 26 points, 9 assists, 4 steals, pants Curry on the last possession of the game as well, where it's like, oh, well, you know, the, the Warriors are probably still tied. There. Oh, no, nah, Suggs has stolen it. Curry with a loose pass to Draymond, picks it off, off he goes, boom. Shot 9 to 17, 2 or 6 from 3, only the 3 turnovers. Suggs, this is the exact dude that we thought we were getting when he was taken 5th in that draft. Where it's like, I can't believe the Raptors took Scotty Barnes. Says Jimmy. Whoops. Uh, but Suggs, this was the dude I thought that the Raptors could have drafted. He looked unreal. He's also got a great accent. But anyway. Uh, Wendell <coughs> Carter Jr. as well. 30 and 12 against OKC. So he is just... This is what I'm saying. Watch the magic. They're fun. They're wonky. They're weird. Their uniforms aren't as aggressively shithouse this year. Kind of here for it. Get on the magic bandwagon. Oh, and I haven't even mentioned Paolo. That dude is fucking awesome. Anyway, and uh, easy one this week, Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. Uh, NBA Kanye, anybody? Oh, nah, man. Look, hey, I'm just, I can, you know, posting. Look, you know, it's just, you know, what I do, man. I'm just out here being a beacon of light and truth. Oh, are you, you fucking idiot? Blow it out your ass, Kyrie Irving. Right, let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. All right. Do some Yenaz. Uh, go buy some merch, would you? i got to get it out of the baby's room. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, mate, I'll have my fucking guts for garters. If I don't sell a couple more T-shirts. The baby's getting bigger. I need those drawers. Uh, so go check out mbaustrayacom slash shop. Or just click on the links on the socials for uh, T-shirts, a hoodie, whatever. Go nuts. Right, let's do some yeah, nahs. Hey, uh, Jimmy, the Warriors a bit shit. Yeah, nah. Yeah. But is it explainable? Yeah, nah. Yeah. Uh, look, they lost to the... they Dropping the Florida back-to-back is pretty nuts. But you get that on the big jobs. You're going west to east. But also, losing to the Pistons and the Hornets. I mean, seriously. What the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? They haven't won a road game all year. And, look, it's explainable. Clay has just looked a bit wonky. He's still coming back from his injury. Draymond is like, hey, man, it's not even the playoffs. I will punch a fucking dude in the head. But if you expect me to carry any sort of offensive load, then you're asking the wrong bloke. Uh, the walking triple single. He and Ben Simmons. Um, but they're just incorporating like all their young dudes and playing them as much as they can and that's fine like who gives a shit like the Warriors if they're in the top six in the West they don't care they'll be fine you know for most of this 
and then once we get most of the season, and then once we get to March, if there's a seeding battle, that's when they'll start going right. We need to at least have home court in the second round. Let's get to the three seed. Now we'll play Steph and Clay heaps. I'm not also going to like you know pull the pin on the old uh, Jordan Poole thing right now, but I'm just saying. You've paid a hundred and like what thirty mil, hundred and forty mil to Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams two with a little bit more bounce. That's what it looks like at the moment. But just say, just say. But they'll be fine. They're the Warriors. It's not my money. Uh, Matty Owens, Jimmy Markinen for most improved. Yeah, nah. Actually, that's a really good one. Uh, he probably is. The biggest problem is he plays for Utah and no one is going to give a shit about what you're doing over there in Utah. The craziest part is he has shortened to the uh, second best odds as our man Lowry. Shea is at 950. And if Shea just keeps this up and plays the entire season, I think he wins it. <clears throat> Weirdly enough, Maxi is like the, the favorite at the moment. It's like, yo, did you not watch Maxi last year then? He was fucking awesome. He's just being the same. Same with Desmond Bain. We know that Shea's been unreal, but he probably wins most improved just because if he plays <laughs> more than 50 games, it's like, wow, that's an improvement. <laughs> but Lowry, if he keeps it up, he's going to have a great argument at the end of the season. I love that. It's a good call. Marking for most improved. Jez Oz. Oh, here we go. One more Kyrie thing. Uh, Jimbo, what's up? I saw an article quoting Shaq and Chuck saying that Kyrie should be suspended for his anti-Semitic promotions, and I couldn't agree more. So this obviously came in before yesterday. Uh, I can't help but think if he was a white guy, he'd already be run out of the league, and rightly so. Myers Leonard was traded, then cut after his anti-Semitic slur. And I think Brooklyn and the NBA have actually dropped the ball big time on this one. Yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, Jez was fucking nailed it. Head, nail, boom, crushed it. And it was just one of those things like, yeah, Stars get treated differently in the NBA. We know that. If my like Myers Leonard, <laughs> like dropping anti-Semitic slurs in uh you know online chat, that speaks to like bigger. You're an absolute fuckwit kind of vibes. This is just more a uh, sort of insidious shithead kind of vibe more than anything. Oh, Jared Allen with a big block. Um. So, yeah, there's, like, not exactly a smoking gun where it's, like, he's just basically basically tacitly uh, promoting just a really shit, dumb, fucking mealy-brained sort of thing, right? And so I guess, like, it's a bit harder to suspend him right out, but then they've taken the right approach going, look, man, if you're not showing any sort of fucking contrition about this, then, yeah, we're going to suspend you because you don't align with our franchise's values which is very clearly outlined in your contract. So guess what? Suspended. Pa-pow. So yeah, Shaq, Chuck, and Jez were all right. Uh, also got another one from uh, and then Weaves Kyrie's. He cooked. Yeah, nah. I'll get to that in a second. And Alex McCormack. Jimmy, yeah, nah. Having to coach the Brooklyn Nets is a more severe punishment for Ime Udoka than being suspended for the rest of the year. <laughs> Yeah, nah, yes. Oh, that does feel like the uh, NBA sort of stepped in. Look, yeah, if you 
look, we we want to do a punish Ime a little bit more. Let's make him the Nets coach. Brook our uh, Boston, step aside. Let him go over there. <laughs> Boston, like, yep, fucking bang off you go, pal. Good luck with that. I love that one. Good one, Alex. Ah, uh, what do we got? Look at me, the unpopular opinion of the day. I don't know if this sounds that unpopular. Now look at me, please. Look at me. 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 Oh. Should we be worried about the Sixers being worse without Harden? Because I don't know that they will be. Just saying. Because it means you can play Tyrese Maxey with Aussie Matty T, Matisse Tybal. Add a little bit of defense to that backcourt. Run some more stuff through Embiid. And off you go. Could be awesome. Just saying. The bigger question for me is if they uh, get on a bit of a roll without James Harden. Just rolling out there with Maxi and stuff. Do you think that's sort of just... They can't trade Harden because he's got that one sort of one year plus the option kind of contract. I'm just saying, it'd be uh, it'd set something off in the back of your head, wouldn't it? Right, love it. All right, out back to cows. It's Saturday at our back, and you know what that means? Oh yeah, I don't know, Aussie brunch. That's right. Yeah, have some fucking scrambled eggs <laughs> and some mimosas, and we'll get shit faced. Only at our back. A mimosa is basically what we call Queensland champagne. <laughs> it's fucking delicious. Only at our back. And today's flame girl take is Kyrie Irving will not play in the NBA again. Unless he tickles the balls of Adam Silver enough to let him say yes or no when the Brooklyn Nets want to bring him back. Only at Outback. And this is basically it, right? Like, Kyrie's now up against it where he's going to have to sit down with Adam Silver and go, Adam... Like, and Adam Silver, being a lawyer and having just, like, that fucking very clear communicative approach, I would love to be in that fucking meeting more than anything, right? Like, Kyrie be like, Hey, man, I'm just trying to, like, shine truth in light on it. It's like, all right, Kyrie, shut the fuck up. Are you sorry? <laughs> like, what are what are your exact feelings when it comes to Jewish fuck? Just put him on the fucking spot. See what happens. If his answer's good, he can play again. If he skirts the issue, suspended indefinitely. Just saying. It's probably the right approach as well. <laughs> no fucking fooling. I'd fucking put him out on his ear. Fuck off. Right, uh, quick strand player watch and Andrew Gay's Green Mumber Award right after this one. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right. Uh, we also had one that flew through. I think it might have been. Uh, it's weird because, like, sometimes with the uh, old. Yeah, Nas. Once I get sent through to the uh, NBA Straight Instagram, sometimes don't tend to show up in the uh, old inbox. I think, is it Scotty Baxter? Can't remember. Uh, Scotty Baxter had that one. Uh, Paul Arnie. 
Ah, well, someone did ask about Jock Landau most improved. <laughs> Fuck, who was it? Oh, it might have been a comment. There you go. Uh, rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landau. He had a... Uh, he had a bit of a rough time shooting, and it was just like one of those, ah, oh, man, of all the times to sort of go a bit cold shooting-wise, this is not great, but, oh, well, he's fine. Uh, rock him, sock him, block him. So in that Minnesota game on Wednesday, he had four, one, one, and one. So four, re- uh, four points, one rebound, one assist, one block. Went two or six from the floor. O of four from downtown. He's now gone O of nine from three uh, across his last three games. He's only hit, I think, two all season now, too. Which I think puts him at oh, two for 19. Shit. Yeah, not ideal. Um, rough time to go ice cold from downtown. We know he can hit the threes. So I think, you know, keep shooting him, Jock. Don't don't get me wrong, mate. Go absolutely hammer and tongs. I believe. I believe. Uh, so we'll see how he goes again today when the Suns play the Blazers. That should be a really good matchup, actually, for Jock. So let's go. Let's fucking go. Just get him out there. Keep him out there. Paddy Thrills played 10 minutes against Chicago on Wednesday, uh, nine points. Loved it. Went two or four from downtown, three, six overall, one rebound, uh, three anti-strain fouls. Some bullshit, if you ask me. Dyson Daniels, the vacuum. Got back out there against the Lakers. Uh, still breaks my fucking heart. Two free throws, 0-2. Eight points, five rebounds, two assists and a block, though. He looked really good otherwise. This is the tough part. The vacuum looked sick. He was crushing it. Eight points, five rebounds, two assists, and a block. Three of five from the floor. Two of three from three. It was just those two free throws. Ah, Dyson Daniels, though. What a great spot that Pelicans team is for him. They're super deep. He doesn't have to do everything. Just has to do a little something, something when they want him to. Anyway, uh, no more Jack White. He hasn't gotten back out there, but giddy, giddy up. Two games this week. Uh, that Orlando win, he came back. I mentioned the uh, shooting wasn't there. 3 of 12, 0 of 3 from downtown. Seven points. He had 10 assists, though. That was bloody good. Bounced back pretty well against the uh, Nuggets. Uh, he had 16 points, five assists, and a rebound. Went 2 of 4 from downtown. That's more like it. As well as a 7 of 14 shooting. Giddy the fuck up. Uh, Matty T inserted back into the starting lineup against the Wizards the other day. Two points, two assists, one steal. One or two from the floor in the 16 minutes. And uh, he played on Tuesday as well against the Wiz. He had one point. One or two at the free throw line. Oh, one from three, including that was the only shot that he took from the floor. But Matty T, look, hopefully he gets a little bit more run and Doc realizes, oh, yeah, I should play the guy who's really good at defense. Josh Green, two or three from downtown in that big win over the Yaz, six points. They were only shots he took. Three threes, hit two of them. Love it. Missed both his free throws. What the fuck is going on with the Aussies and the free throws at the moment? Anyway, six points, one rebound for Josh Scott Green. And, uh, I mean, Delhi got out there for the Kings the other day. We know that. <clears throat> it was bloody beautiful. And got back out there again yesterday. Well, not yesterday. It was on Thursday, our time. Uh, five points, two rebounds, and assist for the Kings. Two or five from the floor. One or one from downtown. That's right. Delhi at the moment is two or three from three for the season. You little beauty. In fact, yeah, two or three from three. He's, uh, what, three or seven from the floor overall. Bloody good, bro. Bloody good. <laughs> Our one true king. Uh, let's do the Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba.
easy one this week. Um, because we've got a couple. We've got the Joker. You know, just out there. Most, 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 most triple doubles by a centre. And, I mean, got there, got past what? Our man, Lord Chamberlain. But how about <laughs> Luka Doncic at the moment? Just how about him? How about him, Jimmy? I mean, he's averaging 36.1 points a game. He's hit seven straight games with 30-plus points. Nobody has done that for fucking ages. <laughs> like, it's incredible. <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous. He's gone 32, 10, and 7, 35, 6, and 9, 37, 11, 7, 41, 14, 11, 31, 10, and 16, 44, 5, and 3, 33, 11, and 5. And uh, he's the third player in NBA history to score 30-plus in their first seven games. Absolute chaos. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, that's a bit of excellence right there. Uh, meanwhile, Giannis as well, averaging 33.6 and 12 rebounds. Paolo Banquero, first in points, rebounds, assists, second in blocks and fourth in steals among rookies. Pretty good teams. <laughs> pretty good Pretty good areas. Got some good players. All right, how about a Paddy Mills game day ball, game day Twitter check-in? Okay, the Paddy Mills, uh, let's have a look at his Instagram and see what he's been up to there. Because we love baller Pat. Here we go. Being happy for your teammate's success is a feeling that creates a positive environment. Moving one step forward together is an investment in teamwork. Be where your feet are. Cool, Patty. Now do Kyrie. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Lord. Right, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Jimmy, you keep forgetting me. <laughs> yes. I forgot Inadvertent Bane again the other day. It's because this year I'm trying, I've got a, because uh, <clears throat> we're doing like, uh, not daily, the picks are in a different sheet. So, like, just so I can track it all a little bit better. So we're actually 70 of 105 so far this season as well, by the way. Uh, we had a bit of a rough, yeah, 7 of 13 over the last three days. Uh, against the spread, I think, on Tuesday, we went over 4 Fucking brutal, but bounce back with some good head-to-heads on uh, Wednesday. Um, oh, no, it would have been Wednesday. We did the show Wednesday. So, yeah, 0 of 4 on Wednesday. Went pretty well head-to-head on Thursday and went 1 or 2 yesterday, despite, I think, this is the tricky part, doing shows a little bit far out. I think I ended up having Orlando picked plus 8.5, maybe in the paper. Because, yeah, if you uh, read the paper around the country, you'll see my big dumb face at the top of... A page in the sports section, just saying. I haven't mentioned that, have I? Oh, shit, yeah, I'm in the paper. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, um, I think I had Orlando in that one, but because I picked it the day before, I picked the Warriors head-to-head. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, that's what you get on the big jobs when we're picking a couple of days out. So today, I've got Indy plus three and a half uh, up against... Let's uh, bring up this schedule. Because I've written down my picks, but not who they're actually playing. So Indy over Miami, plus three and a half. The Knickerbockers, plus four and a half against the Sixers without Harden. I don't feel great about that one. Indy, look, that's a pretty fun one, right? Because Indy are just playing teams really tough. Halliburton and Matherin are unreal. And to get some points against this weird Miami team at home, I'll take that in a heartbeat. 
Uh, Detroit, Cleveland. Uh, I had Cleveland minus three and a half. They're up 10 at the moment. It's nine minutes to go in the second quarter as I'm watching this and taping. Uh, they're up 33-23. My sweet baby, Karis LeVert. Uh, doing all right. No Garland. No Donnie Mitchell. I don't know if they hold on, but I had them pick minus three and a half, so hopefully they do. Washington, three and a half points over the Brooklyn Nets uh, without Kyrie, without Ben Simmons. Watch the Nets make this a game, though, because Washington are full of ass. Uh, but I think the Wiz get over the top. Zinger should be too much, shouldn't he? Shouldn't he? Shouldn't he? Stream Zinger Mill, because uh, the Nets have zero rim protection, but it's not exactly like the Zingers are. Uh, Modus operandos to take advantage of that. Boston, Chicago. I'm going Boston minus six and up. The Clippers minus three and a half over the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. Dallas host Toronto. I'm a bit worried about this one. This one's really tricky. Toronto feel like <clears throat> it's like a Spider-Man meme kind of game, right? But they move the ball, whereas like they're all Dallas is super helio-centric around Luca. So they have sort of similar dudes on the perimeter, but Dallas have, like, the one dude that you can try to stop. So I kind of like Toronto there. I actually had Dallas written down. I'm going to change that. Toronto plus three and a half. Sweet. All right. Uh, Phoenix, 12 and a half point favorites over the Portland Trail Blues. Milwaukee. I'm going Phoenix there. Portland without Dame or Anthony Simon. It's going to be tough to keep up with that Suns team. Milwaukee. It's a gonquin for the good land. Three and a half point favorites over the Minnesota Wolves because... Oof. I think I mentioned on Fox Sports Lab uh, this week. Ideally, the Wolves would be able to stop Giannis. They've just got so much length, they should be able to clog up that lane. But just the way they play at the moment just doesn't inspire any confidence. So give me the bucks. Utah, plus three and a half against the Lakers. The Lakers. I've heard uh, on the grapevine that the Lakers they do. <clears throat> uh, but I think the Yaz can win that. Plus three and a half. It should be a close game. But I think the Lakers might pull that one out of their ass. But it'll be close. Let's go, Jazz. Sacramento, tomorrow, Sacramento, Orlando. That's at 8 a.m. Get up. Watch this game. It'll be fucking awesome. I know I'll be up, but that's because I've got a six-week-old squid. <laughs> Jimmy, do you think you'll be up? Fucking I thought I will be. Uh, will I want to be up? No. <clears throat> will I be? Yes. Uh, Kings over the Magic. That should be a really fun game, though. Nets against Charlotte. Watch the Nets on a back-to-back somehow win this. Oh, I can't pick it in good conscience. I don't know if Durant plays on a back-to-back. Give me the Hornets. Atlanta host New Orleans. That is a great game. I'm going to take the Hawks. I think that backcourt should be able to do a little bit of damage against the uh, rest of the Pelicans. We might have Spindles Ingram back, though. <clears throat> Actually, he comes back against the Warriors. He might not play in that one against Atlanta. So the Pelicans on a back-to-back. Oh, I didn't say that one the day before. I missed two games. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, yeah, hang on a second. Saturday's games. Today's games. So, I had the Clippers over San Antonio, Dallas, Toronto, Golden State, New Orleans. I didn't even mention that one. And there's a Charlotte, Charlotte, Memphis. There you go. Charlotte plus 11.5 against Memphis. I don't feel great about that. But 11.5 is a lot. Whereas the Golden State Warriors are 10.5 point underdogs against the Pals. Like, even if they're not going to play Steph, I might take the Golden State Warriors plus 10.5. Spindles Ingram comes back. It might just get a bit funky for a second, so give me the Warriors plus 10.5. Shit, how did I miss those? Anyway. Uh, where were we? We were up to Atlanta, New Orleans. So I'll take the Hawks with the Pelicans on a back-to-back as well. Yeah. Hornets actually against Nets. Both teams on a back-to-back, but Hornets at home. They should be all right. Boston. They play New York, having played Chicago. The Knicks have just played Philly. I'll say Boston. They're just a better team. This Knicks team, look, we might get into that later this week. 
some worrying signs. They're f- it's the same shit from last year. Like, their starting lineup just kind of stinks. Evan Fournier just might not be very good. Just saying. Uh, Milwaukee over the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't know. They might drop that one. Thunder are just sneaky. That feels like the one where they finally lose a game, isn't it? I'm going to take the Thunder. Fuck yeah. Giddy up. Uh, Minnesota over Houston. Yep. And Denver over San Antonio. Yep. And Phoenix in a... Ah. They're doing back-to-back games against Portland. That's pretty cool. I think Phoenix can win both of those. Uh, Actually, Phoenix might rest their dudes. Simons might come back. Give me Portland in the second one. Uh, And then Monday. I might just pick Monday's games really quickly because I've got a feeling we might not do a show tomorrow night, Sunday night. So we might do one Monday night until weekend winners and losers and shit then. So, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, Lakers. What a great game this will be. Give me the Cavs. If they're resting Garland and Mitchell now, I think they'll come out ready and roaring because I'll have a couple of days off. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Toronto. They host Chicago. That's a tasty, tasty one. Woo-wee. Uh, I'll take the Raptors. Too good defensively. Washington, Memphis. I'll go the Grizzlies and Utah Clippers. Oh. Might have to go the Clippers. Paul George loves just breaking the hearts of the Jazz, doesn't he? Sick. And there you go. Holy shit, made it. And I haven't passed out. Jimmy with a classic, classic, oh, I'm sick show. <laughs> My voice is a bit wonky, bro. It's like, yes, yes it is. All right. Let's pack her up and go hang out with my family. Uh, that's it for today. We're back, I think, on Monday, as mentioned. I think we'll do a show Monday, Arvo, evening. Uh, those games finish up. Uh, two o'clock start. Yeah, that's all right. Um, we'll do one Monday night, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. That'll give us enough games to wrap up. Uh, remember, follow us on Twitter, Facey IGs, or all over the socials. NFL Australia, myself and Gaz, dropping it up each week. And NBAAustralia.com slash, NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Click on the links on the old uh, social media as well for uh, T-shirts, hoodies, etc. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go check out codebet.com.au. That's where I'm writing all the time. Lots of fun. And uh, you can watch me on Fox Sports Lab, NBA with my good friend Ben Dixon and Carlos Boozer. What? Yeah. And you can see me in the paper every fucking day. Love it. Uh, big thanks to from Oslo for the intro and outro song. Thanks to Joshua Delarantis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshack, Alami, Iowa, Section, I Green, 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 and Dozer for all the tunes you hit throughout the show. Smash them all in Bandcamp, Triple Down Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. And that's it. We'll close out with a cooking with Bainsey. We might do a brekkie special. Sounds good. All right. We'll catch you uh, Monday, you dickheads. NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And. Little Hosanna! Cooking with Beansy is filmed in front of a live studio audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Beansy with your host, Aaron Bangers Baines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, g'day, it's Cooking with Baines and I'm your host, Aaron Bangers Bainesy. Yep, that's right. Just here in this here episode, going to whip up a nice, delish dish for you. You know what we're going to do this week? Oh, hey, Cheryl. Look at you over there. 
You're always losing your mind. Anyway, we're going to whip up one of my absolute Aussie favourites that you can have whenever. It is the classic bangers, scrambled eggs on toast. That's right, bloody scrambled eggs on toast. That's right, I love me some scrambled eggs on toast, and I'll tell you what, it is easy peasy, mate. Definitely helps keep up this physique, you know what I mean? Protein, baby. Yeah, look at you. All right, so it's bloody simple, mate. All you got to do is go down to your soupy, load up on a thing of eggs, get a dozen of them. Don't be a coward. Don't get six. Get a dozen. Now, get the free-range ones. Don't be a prick and get those ones that are from Cage Chooks. That's a no-no. Now, make sure you got some butter, maybe a bit of milk, a bit of salt and pepper. And now, don't be a coward. Get some chilies. Maybe grab some spring onions as well. Then get over to your bakery. Say g'day to Stuve the baker. G'day, Stuve. How are you, mate? Yeah, there you go. Now, grab a thing out of their fancy sourdough. Don't fuck around with shit bread, mate. This will blow your mind. Trust me. Righto. Now, you put your cooker on your medium. You get your fry pan or your saucepan, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter, mate. Grease her up with some butter. Now, bang eggs in there. Yeah, that's right. Just flat out, crack them straight in there. Now... Some nongs do something different with it and whisk it all up in a bowl beforehand and mix in some fucking mixed herbs and all this shit. Don't bother. Do your whisking as they cook. So that's what you do. You crack the eggs in there, stir them up, take it off the hood a couple of times. There you go, there you go. Yep, just let her settle. Stir around, stir around. Bit of your milk, there you go. Look, oh, that looks bloody delicious, doesn't it? Now, pop your toast in, slice up your bread, pop your toast in, big thick slices, there you go. Now, just sit back, grab a tin. Oh, brekkie tins. How good is this? Now, chop up your chilli and your spring onions. Make sure your eggs are looking nice and moist, but not too moist, mind you. And throw them on the eggs. Bang in some salt and pepper on there. Grab your toast, butter her up. There you go. Mrs. will love that. Turn off the heat in the eggs, and then just bang them on. I'll tell you what, Bob's your fucking uncle. Because that, my friends, is an absolute bloody ripper of a brekkie, a lunch, or even a bloody dinner. It's bangers scrambled eggs, that's right. It's just bloody delicious, mate. And it'll dead sit in Preston Sheila's, don't you worry about that. You know, got a big night of banging ahead of you, behind you, whatever. Cook up this and I'll never leave you sore. That's right. And if you want to get fancy, well, a bit fancy pantsy, oh, look at this, look at me, look at me. Add a side of avo. Add a side of bacon or smoked salmon even. Maybe even some little baby tomatoes. And that will taste fucking unreal. Trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so how easy is that? Get stuck in, do it at home yourselves, and you'll absolutely bloody well love it. All right, there you go. Tune in to NBA Australia next time for a new recipe, and we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with Bainsy.